Hey, it's Nelson. And this is Monica. Welcome to the Seattle Foodie Podcast, the show where we talk about the Seattle food scene and the people and businesses behind it. We eat all the food and share our insights with you. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get to it. Happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, Monica. Happy anniversary, Nelson. <laughs> like, like a terrible, not a couple husband, I did not get you anything for this anniversary. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> Thank you, Nelson. <laughs> you are very welcome. In fact, I almost forgot it was our anniversary. So there you oh, go. Oh, yeah. So it's just, so it's just like a typical relationship anniversary, right? Just guys don't remember anything. Yeah, it kind of feels that way for sure. Yeah. Um, but still, hashtag not a couple, you guys. <laughs> yeah. No. It's in the middle. It's in the middle of my football watching. So I this, you know, that takes precedence. You know, that takes precedence right now. For sure. I've noticed a shift in your behavior in the last few weeks. A lot of questions about when things are happening and a lot of, <laughs> oh, good, because all I've got planned for today is football. sorry get used buckle up for the next 17 Mm -hmm. weeks this is gonna happen this is gonna happen no Mm -hmm. how how was your day today how's everything going um things are pretty good uh the fam and i went to live aloha or as you like to call it live aloha live aloha yeah (laughs) live uh and i had mike shave ice for breakfast because i'm extra like that yeah Two yeah, days in a right. week. Two days in I a know. week. Oh my gosh. What what about you? How are your games going? Oh, it's going well. Woke up at eight, ate breakfast, started watching football. Then I felt like I've been on the couch for the last three hours. So I ended up going to the gym. And lo and behold, my gym has the red zone channel as well. So I ended up doing about an hour and a half to two hours of cardio. So I spent about a good two hours in the gym, came back, took a nap. Oh, what a glorious day. What a <laughs> What an absolutely glorious day. Yeah. That's that's my optimal Sunday. I mean For real, the only, Nelson. That's the gold. only thing I know. The only thing I haven't done is ordered a pizza delivered to mm. me. So yeah. That might be after the show. Yeah. Do they look deliver pizza in Issaquah? Yes, they do. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you, you always treat Issaquah as if it's like eastern Washington. <laughs> It's like it's not it's not right next to Yakima or anything. Like that. It's just Issaquah. Just asking. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, welcome to our show, episode fifty-two. Like I said, this is our anniversary show. Holy crap! We did a one year's worth of shows. Never missed anything. Yeah, Monica getting through ulcers, kidney transplants. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but look Plast- at you. Plastic surgery. Plastic I mean, surgery. You know, facelifts. I know. Like, no recovery is small enough for us to do our show every week. For sure. <laughs> it was pretty rough during that blood transfusion. That was pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we also made it through some of your Vegas trips, which are also yeah. rough with ball. So, oh, man. <laughs> Vegas Vegas is rough. Yeah. Yeah. But we've got a lot of recaps, a lot of events to talk about. And then we have something at the end, which we call a reflection show. Let's get through the recaps and events and get onto the section. Shall we? Sounds great. You want to get started? 
Yeah, yeah. Oh man, Monica, I, I don't want to foreshadow the reflection section, but one of the questions, what's an opportunity we got to do that we wouldn't have done without the Seattle Foodie Podcast? And we'll talk about that. And this is one of those moments because Ale Cuisine! On Wednesday, Monica, you and I had the chance to attend the grand opening celebration of Iron Chef Masaharu Morimoto's new restaurant in Chinatown, Momosan. Say that three times. Located <laughs> in the public's building, we got treated to some of the bites and drinks like the duck and hamachi tacos, kakuni bows, tonkatsu ramen, kushiyaki, sushi rolls, and so much more. And we even got to see the Iron Chef himself, Morimoto, break down an entire bluefin tuna, which was the highlight of the night, in my opinion. Momosan is now open to the public, and I hear wait times could be as long as one and a half hours, Monica. But oh, man. Every time I see the stories, people still say it's still worth it after waiting for an hour and a half. For sure. And just so you know, just, you know, just breaking news. Yes, Monica is now doing the sound effects, guys. <laughs> I'm trying something new, you guys. So breaking news. Actually, this weekend, the, the wait went up to two hours. And so, yeah, it's it's a big deal. But like you said, everyone's saying it's completely worth it. And I couldn't agree more. Just the absolute execution of what seems like relatively simplistic dishes is mind-blowing. So I can't wait to go back. I just meeting Morimoto. I'm just still start kind of starstruck. There's not, <laughs> there's not a lot of chefs that I, I really, really want to meet or fangirl over. Yeah. Morimoto is one of those guys. What are you talking about? You fangirl over everybody. No, I don't. <laughs> yes, you do. No, I don't. No, I don't. Guys, he does. Yeah. <laughs> No, what an experience for sure. And what I loved is like he was all business up top wearing like a, you know, like a sport coat and like a button up. And then on the bottom, he's wearing like these cute little shorts. <laughs> <laughs> loved it. Life of a chef. Life of yeah. a chef. Yep. Guys, you got to oh. check it out. Right now they are only doing dinner, only mm -hmm. dinner service, but I hear a lunch menu is opening up soon. So Yes. Yeah. Can't wait for that. Be, I'll be... I'll, you'll be in line for us at six o'clock in the morning, Nelson, for lunch. <laughs> 6 a.m. Got it. 6 a.m. Got it. I got nothing else to do. I got nothing else to do. All right, Monica, what about you? What kind of what kind of recap do you have for us? Let's see. I have a cider tasting. So last year I started learning a little bit about cider and I really found it fascinating. So last week we got to have a tasting with Emily Ritchie from the Northwest Cider Association at Seattle Cider's tasting room with some friends. That tasting room is called The Woods. I love the selection of ciders and learning about the different kinds of apples because this time, uh, as opposed to last time I went, we really went into great detail. And Emily was so great. She even like went and looked for apples. She had to go to like literally farms because she couldn't farms. Find yeah. <laughs> yeah. She couldn't find the apples in the store. And um, for me, Seattle Ciders Macintosh single varietal, and that means it was made with one kind of apple was delicious. Uh, what was your favorite Nelson? I think that was the majority of the consensus that, yeah. that that Macintosh was probably the best one out of all of them. And that was made by Seattle Cider Company, too. Yes, it was. Yeah, I just felt it was it was so pure and crisp and pretty much everything I want in a cider. And, you know, some of our friends coming over sort of like me. And that's why I love to share just cider knowledge because I just always thought of hard cider as just being one note and being one kind. And, you know, oh, I don't like this one or I don't like that one. And I never really knew the differences between them or what 
what a difference apples can make. I mean, of course, logically it makes sense, but you know, just intuitively, I just never thought about it that way. So some of our friends really learned a lot as well. I didn't realize that a lot of ciders are made with a lot of bitter, mm -hmm. bitter apples. So that's very interesting as well. It so is. Seattle Cider Week is going on through this week and next week, correct? Yes, Washington Cider Week is going on through September 15th, and there are tons of events and like over 70 of them in, in Washington. And what I love is they have a new interactive map to point you towards cideries, and, and so you can find it easy. I mean, that that's just amazing to me. Absolutely. Make sure you guys check that out online. Mm -hmm. All right, Monica, I have one more recap before we move on to events. This past Friday, we ventured out to Green Lake for dinner at Rosita's Mexican Grill. Monica, I've been hankering for good Mexican food for a while. You know that. And yeah. Rosita's finally fulfilled all those cravings. <laughs> Rosita has been in Green Lake for 40 years. And last month for their 40th anniversary fundraiser, they raised over $13,000 for the Seattle Children's Hospital. Monica, we got some classics, including the Super Nachos with chorizo. We said small, but I don't think they heard the weird they heard the order when we said small i don't think that thing i don't think either. they heard us at all no. <laughs> <laughs> i had the carne asada which was cooked perfectly i i asked for medium rare it came medium rare you also get the camarones mexicanos we also got fried ice cream half chocolate half caramel what was your favorite monica what was your main favorite out of all that Listen, I have to say it's the super nachos. Like, I don't know about you. I eat a lot of crappy nachos out there and yeah. I really loved the chips. And so it's pretty clear that they make their own chips and they were really hearty and stood up to all of the toppings. I mean, even after us talking and shooting, they were super crunchy and that chorizo was so dreamy. So thank you for choosing that. Yeah, I really love the nachos too. For those that don't know, they are hand making corn tortillas all day in the mm -hmm. restaurant. There is actually a section where they're just making tortillas and you can actually go up there and just ask for tortillas anytime. Yeah. And in fact, <laughs> we saw um, <laughs> we, we saw kids running around with tortillas in their hands. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just it's... like, wow, that's my dream. <laughs> <laughs> running around with a tortilla in my hand. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about more kids. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> no. How did you get that out of that? <laughs> I don't know. You said, you said that's my dream, more kids. I was like, oh, more kids? Okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> no. but it's definitely a gem and something even i live in the north and i'd never been there and i loved it i thought the prices were very reasonable and definitely family friendly and they have like an outdoor section so really great find um yeah loved it rosita's is on green lake check it out 40 years so you guys should be familiar with it by now okay <laughs> okay monica how about some events we got we got seven to talk about so why don't you start off for us yeah, I'm going to start off with the Grilled Trees Grand Prix because it's one of my favorite events. It's the third year. And so this year, the Grilled Trees Grand Prix is free. Say that fast six times. <laughs> um, and it's going to be happening in South Lake Union on Saturday, September 14th from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. So there's going to be 10 vendors participating in the competition, but don't worry, there's going to be plenty of other food to eat. Just 10 of them are going to be competing. And some of the competitors include Mobile Burgers, who we've talked about on the show. Now Make Me a Sandwich, uh, which has you know, been a very popular food truck over the years. Uh, Grilled Cheese Experience and Off the Res, a food truck that will be opening a Bricks location at Mohai in the future. So I'm a lover of grilled cheese, and I'm bummed that I'll be missing this. Uh, Nelson, how do you like grilled cheese? You like it? 
okay on the scale of like one to ten in sandwiches i would mm-hmm. probably say grilled cheese would probably be in the six and a half to seven mm-hmm. range right yeah it's not like oh i'm always craving grilled cheese and i think it's probably because most of the grilled cheese don't have meat in it so I'm just, yeah. <laughs> whenever i need a sandwich i need i need like some sort of protein but one of my go-to's whenever I'm craving something on like a really cold day is a grilled cheese with a nice tomato soup. Mm. That's a, like this mm. nice creamy tomato soup. I can just dunk the grilled cheese in. Uh, I think that's uh that's, that's where I stand in terms of grilled cheese sandwiches. That's awesome. Uh, what I love is a lot of these vendors do make a uh, grilled cheese with meat in it. And actually, mm-hmm. you know, that runs into like some purists who are just like, it's not a grilled cheese because it has meat in it. You know, and I'm just like, yeah, well, okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but a lot of these do. And, and so that's one of the reasons that I love them. So I'll be missing it, but check it out, you guys. And they're combining that with the South Lake Union Saturday market. And so it's going to be pretty big. They're actually expanding an additional block for this event. So be there. Yeah. All right, Nelson, next, what do you got? Okay. So for next Saturday, oh, so disappointing because the Huskies just lost yesterday. But hello, dog fans. If you don't know that saying, Monica, if you've never been to a Husky game, this announcer used to say this all the time and it got everyone riled up. So, But Monica, did you know that I went to the University of Washington? I bet you you didn't know that. I did not know that, Nelson. <laughs> shocking. So, shocking, right? <laughs> like learn something. You learn something new every, every single day. day. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Obviously, I'm a huge Husky football fan and... Donut Labs is having a pop-up before the Hawaii versus UW game from 1 p.m. to 2.30 p.m. So Donut Labs will be popping up at the Mountaineering Club, which is the rooftop bar in the Graduate Hotel at 4507 Brooklyn Avenue Northeast. They haven't released their flavors yet, so be on the lookout on their Instagram account. However, before the Cal game, they were taking pre-orders for guava, Nutella, and mango pineapple. So... Mm. Kind of look out for those flavors when the donut La- when Donut Lab has their pop up at the Mountaineering Club. You know, I haven't been to a Mountaineering Club either, so that would be a perfect thing for me yeah. to go to if I were here. Sad pandas yeah. sounds great. Now I gave you a couple donuts to try. I gave you the guava. There was mm-hmm. also a s'mores as mm-hmm. well as their vanilla custard. What did you think of their donuts at Donut Lab? Um, I think that. They're definitely better than a lot of donuts that I have tried. It's a little fluffier than some others that are heavier. Um, I like their their fillings. It's, some of them are a little bit too sweet for me, but overall, it's it's pretty good. I have to say, I like them. They're Malasada style. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, very very good. Yeah, definitely yeah. check them out at the Mountaineering Club. All right, Monica, what else you got for us? I've got the Green Lake Oktoberfest. So again, up in my neck of the woods. On Saturday, September 14th and Sunday, September 15th, the Green Lake Oktoberfest is happening. What you're going to find is craft beer, cider, German style food, activities, and more. So guys, this is a 21 plus only event. Tickets start at $25 for five drink tokens, but you can also purchase admission only or designated driver tickets. And I love when events do that because not everybody drinks and those are only $10. The festival benefits the Green Lake Chamber of Commerce and Family Works, a food bank and resource center in Wallingford. So Nelson, I have to say, I love this time of year. There are so many celebrations of beer for sure. Yes, we have a couple other beer festivals and beer events that we're going to talk about mm-hmm. later on. But yeah, I really enjoy it. It's 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 fall season, right? So mm-hmm. you're you know fall season, Oktoberfest. Many beer festivals are usually going on around this time. So yeah, it's it's fitting, Monica. We're going to be doing giveaways, each of us. 
mm-hmm. for the Green Lake Oktoberfest. Yes, we will. Check those out. Coming soon, guys. Speaking of beer festivals, how about I tell you about the Georgetown Beer Festival coming up? So the beer festival is at the Trailer Park Mall, which is their inaugural Georgetown Beer Festival. It's located at 5805 Airport Way. There's going to be a lot of local brewers there, including Counterbalance, Elysian, Flying Lion, Ghostfish, and Jellyfish, Lowercase, Machine House, Perillion, and of course, Georgetown Brewing. Fitting because it's the Georgetown Beer Festival. <laughs> Monica, for this event, tickets for beverages are $3 each, or you can get 10 for $25. I think the 10 for 25, it's probably the better deal, but you tell me. <laughs> yes, absolutely. There are some of some uh, big names there that you mentioned for sure. But, you know, we always want to support um, the big events and the more community ones as well. And that's a nice thing about having this show. Yes, absolutely. Okay, Monica, what's it? Ooh, tell us about this one coming up. It's not coming this week, but... The event is the Monday after, but tell us about this because I'm so excited for this one. <laughs> As part of the very important beer series, Pike Brewing Company will be hosting Foreigner on Monday, September 16th. I'm a lover of this band because as you know, Nelson, I'm as cold as ice. <laughs> oh I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> what a fun concert. Tickets are $45 for entry and the bar is going to be cash only, guys. Uh, check out Pike Brewing's website for more details. Now, Nelson, you kind of seem like you know who Foreigner is. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. I <laughs> definitely know what Foreigner is. Lots of lots of songs. Uh, lots of songs I played on Rock Band, by the way. <laughs> Ju- I killed Jukebox Hero on Rock Band. If my- <laughs> oh, my gosh. Rock Band. And I think I think Hot Blooded was on, was on uh, not Rock Band, but Guitar Hero. I killed that yes. one too as well. The, the, the other version of Rock Band. So uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just already, I'm right now I'm air guitaring right now. You can't see it, but I'm air guitaring. <laughs> Like okay, hot blooded, yeah. It's, so they've got, they've got a really, they've got a lot of good songs. I mean, they just do. They yeah. Do. I want to know what love is. You know, that's my that's on my workout playlist. So, totally, yeah, because absolutely. you know everybody works out to power eighties ballads. Yeah, <laughs> hot blooded feels like the first time. So many great songs. Yeah. All right, Nelson. <laughs> why don't you tell me about one of my favorite summer events that I'm going to be missing? Is it really a summer? Is it still summer? When's, I don't know when, when we transition from summer to fall. I, I don't know yet. Well, the actual season of summer ends like in September 22nd, I think. Okay. So we still got time. We still got yeah. time. Perfect. Well, Saturday night in Chinatown. What better way to spend it? Monica, it's the Chinatown ID night market. It's this Saturday from four to midnight under the iconic Chinatown gate. You get to enjoy a fun night filled with food, beer garden, local crafts and goods, art and live entertainment. Mangosteen will be there for their final appearance of the season. We've done, we're giving out 20 chicken combos. I'm going to announce the winners pretty <laughs> soon. So this is your last chance to get some mangosteen. But at the same time, you get to venture out into Chinatown. I remember, I still call it Chinatown. So <laughs> yeah, Chinatown <laughs> for sure. No, I'm so bummed to be missing it. If there was any way I could just come up from Portland and run back down, I would, but there isn't. So enjoy Nelson because I'm going to miss Mangosteen for the season. It's perfect because we get to walk around, check out all the different vendors. And then if we're still hungry, we get to go eat somewhere around there. 
and we're always still hungry. So let's just be real. <laughs> yeah, let's be real. We're always going to be hungry. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, I have one more event to tell you about. Uh, this one is out of town, but we're, we've been kind of talking around it for a little while. Feast Portland. So Feast Portland represents a movement that celebrates food and beverage community in Portland, Oregon, and the world. I've always wanted to go, and I'm really sad that we couldn't get two press passes for both Nelson and I to attend, but I'll be the one in Portland next week covering this epic food event. The food is always good, I hear, but it's really, when you think about food, it's the stories that make it real. So those connections are the foundations of a true community. There's going to be like huge events like a night market and the big feast, a dinner series, drink tank panels, classes, and fun size events. And I'm always excited to see Eduardo Jordan, who's going to be there again this year. I'm really looking forward to it, but it sounds like a lot of work, too, to cover all by myself. So I'm really going to miss you, Nelson. Oh, that's too bad. But Monica, I was reading through our Seattle Foodie Podcast emails, and mm -hmm. all, most of the emails I get is like, after party, feast after party, <laughs> yeah. feast after party, feast after party. So you're going to be attending a lot of after parties and a lot of food. I'm, I am very jealous there's going to be a lot of food. <laughs> Most of the, okay, let's be honest. Like most of the events are going to be like, oh, when we go to an event. It's going to be like these really tiny bites because they're trying mm -hmm. to serve thousands of people yeah. to attend. But these things look like they're monster portions. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to do coverage of it. So we'll just, we'll just see. I, I think I'll probably be up till two o'clock in the morning doing content. But mm. anyway, it's a huge opportunity. So, um, you know, thanks Nelson for letting me go and the podcast for giving me this opportunity. I'm really excited. Okay, well, that's pretty much all our events and recaps. We we tried to get through it as fast as possible because we can move on to our next section, which is, which is our reflection section of our show. Mm -hmm. Monica, like I said, this is our 52nd anniversary. 50 cent. This is our 50 cent. <laughs> We've been together for 52 years. <laughs> oh, my God, you guys. <laughs> uh, it's been so long, guys. This it, it feels like it's been 52 years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Sure. This is our 52nd episode. Uh, as I connect myself, we thought it, this is actually Monica's idea. We thought it'd be a fun time to talk about and reflect all the way from episode one to, to what we are now. So Monica started off for us. Yeah. It, you know, it's been a year of us working together and I don't know about you, but my perspective is definitely different from when we started. We get asked questions all the time about our podcast lives. And so it's a great time to talk about past, present, and future. So the number one question we get asked is how we got started. So Nelson, what's our origin story? Okay. So what turned out to be a small project that I didn't know would get off the ground became, like I said, 52 episodes so far and more. Okay, Monica, let's be honest. We've met a couple, several times through our foodie adventurers before we even did this. We met through Instagram meetups like Breakfast Club Seattle that was back in the day. I won a giveaway from you. I can't remember what the giveaway was off the top of my head. And we it was met Young Tea. It was Young Tea. That's right. I got, a, <laughs> I I got free Young Tea. Yeah. Why didn't you do any more Young Tea giveaways? Because I've drank like 50 more Young Teas since then. So... <laughs> <laughs> so I basically was just talking with you and I'll be honest with you at this point, I still didn't know whether I liked you or not. Like, it's just like, okay, do, do I still let alone get into business with you? Right. So I'm just like, Nelson, uh, <laughs> Nelson, you wound yes. me. You wound me. <laughs> That's hurtful. Like, like, I said, well, like I said, we were, we were friends, but I, I mean, we were like foodie friends. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're not really, at that time in my close circle or anything like mm -hmm. that. 
And I gave the idea as like, hey, I've been doing a podcast for my friend who owns a chiropractic business. And I thought, why not do a foodie podcast? I was thinking about doing foodie podcasts. And I, I like I said, I had reservations about telling anyone because I didn't want anybody to know about it. And and I, I thought, okay, well, I'll just tell her. And then lo and behold, you go, oh my gosh, I've been wanting to do it too. And you sh- then all of a sudden you whipped out your phone and you had like three different podcast apps, podcast <laughs> reporting apps. I've been wanting to do this. And I'm like, oh man, I shouldn't have told her because now she's going to put out a podcast, a foodie podcast, and I'm not going to have the opportunity to. <laughs> You're just like, now I have to work with her. That's that's a real like, origin no, story, you guys. No, she doesn't have to work with me, otherwise I would do it on my own. No, it wasn't now I have to work with her. It was like, now I now I don't like her because she's, she's <laughs> taking the part of my competition here. No. But you threw out the idea as like, hey, why don't we have each other on the show, see how it goes? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of just brushed it off and said like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And I was like, I'm just going to do this on my own. But two and a half, three months down the road, I hadn't done anything. (laughs) You hadn't done anything because we were so busy trying to get our Instagram up and, you know, just working on our personal accounts. And Mm -hmm. I finally said like, you know what? Let's just try it out. Let's get it together. Let's do a pilot episode and see if, if this turns out. And we wrote up business plans, brainstormed who we wanted to interview. I mean, we planned out our shows, but like what, two months, three months in advance? Yeah, we like did. what we had. And then I think that's when when you started doing that, I kind of had the realization like, okay, she's serious about this. It's like, this is actually getting real. And, <laughs> and, then, and then I had to convince myself, like, I guess I have to like this person now. <laughs> I know, right? Together. <laughs> Because I I think a lot of people don't know this about me. Like, I'm all about business. I'm all about taking care of business. And unlike you, Nelson, I liked you enough to give it a try. So from what I knew, you had a good work (laughs) ethic. And obviously, we shared a love of food. Um, I knew it wouldn't move quickly if it was just me making. But like, if I made a commitment, that would be real. Mm -hmm. Because me committing is huge. And so within weeks, you're right. We're off the ground and running. And, you know, we've never looked back. So Yeah. And and I think that's why we we work really well together is because we have similar work ethics and that's mm-hmm. just a, just to say I've, I've been on many like work projects and other offsite projects. It just frustrates me with the level of effort that some people give. So yeah. I think that's, no, that's really you. what, that's really what bonded me to you. And I think mm-hmm. that's, that's great. So no, great. Thank you so much. Yeah. I couldn't ask for a better co-host, even though I uh, pretend like I'm always looking, you know, I'm just, I- <laughs> We still have tons more questions to talk about, so don't yeah. so don't don't spill the uh, don't spill right. the I can't have a better co-host <laughs> okay. compliment yet. Don't waste okay, no, that. No crying. No, I'll save my tears. All right. No so 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 I thought it would be a great idea to reflect on changes between episode one and now fifty two. So I remember being really nervous and not sure that anyone would listen to the podcast. Uh, we had some technology glitches in the past, and they can still happen, but now they're a lot less likely. Um, I don't get really nervous anymore. I just kind of turn it on when it's time to record. And I think the process itself is really forgiving. I mean, I feel like if I make a mistake, it's not the end of the world where I think a mistake would have like completely thrown me off a year ago. And Nelson, I have to say, you've done a great job to make the show sound more professional with the intro and outro music and editing. But I have to say one thing that's changed for me is that I feel really rushed now because when we started, like you were saying, we banked a lot of interviews for weeks. Now we have to try to schedule interviews in between events, day jobs, personal commitments, football, and more. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so if I knew then what I knew now, I might have 
thought that we would have to like bank more interviews because mm-hmm. at some points it got really hard for us to be sure that we had something for the show. So that's kind of what I was thinking about. Yeah, I I was thinking technology wise. I mean, mm-hmm. episode one we recorded at a season's market outside. Outside, I, <laughs> outside, right? and there was music. There was music. In the, they were playing from the speakers. <laughs> we're in the parking lot. <laughs> we're in the parking lot. It's it's a fall that we're we're recording. And it's a September fall, and, mm-hmm. and so the wind is just picking up. And I, I'm, <laughs> and I'm just. Like, I I had no we had no experience like you and I had no experience about recording what yeah. what to do like I I had no idea how to edit soft edit audio it's it was just a mess and I I had no idea but and I'm like why does this sound so windy so if you guys look if you guys go back to our first episode oh man it is so windy I tried to do a noise reduction technology and everything like that and it still still didn't work and um, now we've moved on we've got beautiful Yeti mics that we bought off. Black Friday and off Amazon and these have been working like a charm. I think that the hardest part is doing our remote interviews and trying to find places that mm-hmm. are somewhat quiet. I think that's one of the biggest yeah. challenges for me if I, as I'm reflecting. And you know me, I'm just whenever I'm interviewing one of our foodie friends, it's like, yeah, let's go it's eat. In we the can restaurant. totally do it in the restaurant. <laughs> we can totally do it in the restaurant. It's totally fine. It's the worst. <laughs> I know. I mean, I'm always like I know I'm always like interviewing people in like, you know, an office building or like a library or someplace like that. And I hear you, it's all these dishes clanging in the background because <laughs> you're at a restaurant. <laughs> I was such a pushover. I was like, oh, it'll be totally fine. It's not going to be this loud. I was just like, oh man, it is, it is. But yeah, that's, that's the thing. <laughs> Any other more reflection changes, Monica? No, no, not at all. Uh, what are some opportunities and experiences that we've had, Nelson? Um, it's so crazy. I I can't believe it. I mean, we have been fortunate to have a lot of opportunities brought to us because of the podcast. Lots of dinners and events. Uh, one of my favorite events has to be the BC Wines event at the Palace Ballroom. Monica, I've never drank so much wine in my life. <laughs> it, was just, it was crazy. We also got to do an overnight stay at Tulane Casino. Caught the concert for Winona Judd. So that was fun. We went to Ellensburg with the Washington State Beef Commission. And we drove down to Portland to check out Salton Straw's factory and headquarters. I mean, that's just kind of the things off the top of my head that I, mm-hmm. I kind of thought of. But it's crazy. I mean, the people that everybody we've met, all the companies we've we've worked with, it's I don't think that if we didn't develop this Seattle foodie podcast, we wouldn't have had these opportunities. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And I think that you had a great selection of highlights that I 100% agree with those. I think I drank more wine or more alcohol at the Tulalip thing than the BC wines though. <laughs> <laughs> and I have the video to prove it. <laughs> but I mean, we've met we've met so many people. Like we mentioned, mm-hmm. we we got a chance to meet Morimoto. I don't yep. think we got we would have gotten a chance to do that if we didn't have the podcast. Uh, Tom Douglas at the BC Wines event. Mm-hmm. We met people from King Five, and we've also I forgot to mention w- without the podcast, we wouldn't have been on other people's podcasts. That's true. <laughs> yeah, the Seattle's worst podcast was awesome. I love those guys. We got to talk Ratatouille. I just. It was crazy. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I loved it. Love it. 
Okay, so that brings us to favorite guest interviews. And I know you're glad that I, I could lead this one because it's like, it's so hard. Um, <laughs> so I have to say one of my favorite interviews is with Reese Lineza of The Box. Um, I've known him since he opened the food truck. I was just a loyal customer. And I think I've always felt close to him because we're both from Hawaii and he just reminds me of home. And I got a chance to see his business just transform over the years and how hard work and tough decisions can lead to success. And so it felt really special to me to be able to sit with him and talk in a quiet space because we were always talking on the streets or in his busy restaurant. So it was nice to have that quiet time. One of the most fascinating interviews for me was our interview with Tolga from Nutty Squall and you and I both interviewed him. His origin story is so amazing and the joy that he has is just life-giving to me. He's so full of love and positive energy that is completely contagious. And I've loved all the interviews with influencers because I think it gives us and our listeners a chance to know them differently. Static posts, like on our Instagram feed, only tells part of the story of the personality of each person. And I feel like I feel like I learned something new with each interview. So those are sort of some of my favorites. What about you, Nelson? I get this question asked a lot <laughs> from, from people. My first answer is always Melissa Miranda because mm. we interviewed Melissa when she first started doing pop-ups. Mm -hmm. Now she's got the brick and mortar coming up on Beacon Hill and she has just mm -hmm. grown exponentially in popularity around Seattle and the anticipation of her restaurant is just crazy. And we, we got to interview her when, from the, when she was at the beginning. So mm -hmm. I think that's, I always tell people that's probably my number one favorite interview. And I always love just hanging out with and talking with our friends, just mm -hmm. our foodie friends. For some sure. of the interviews, some of the best interviews are from our just interviewing Instagram foodie friends that, mm -hmm. that we always hang out with and they always have the greatest recommendations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they're, they're always fun. Okay. So here's a hard one too. People we want to interview Nelson. Yeah, it is. It is hard. Mm -hmm. Of course, like I mentioned, I'd like to see more of our foodie friends on the show. In year two, we, we haven't scratched the surface of Seattle chefs. I, I we've, we've interviewed some people, Ethan Stoll, a lot of others. I'd love to highlight a combination of some of the less familiar chefs around Seattle that are doing some amazing things in food trucks and pop-ups, et cetera. But it would be fun to interview some chefs I call, quote, big fishes, like Shota Nakajima or Eduardo Jordan, Renee Erickson, Tom Douglas. I mean, these are these are like my top wish list type of stuff, mm -hmm. right? I mean, I want to ask them just just different questions about their cooking and also the, the way they run their businesses. Mm -hmm. I, I think that would be kind of fun. And the other thing is maybe we have some different people in the food world, like dietitians. We we're always talking about restaurateurs and chefs. So it's like, mm -hmm. it might be kind of fun to talk about dietitians and, and healthy eating or bakers mm -hmm. as well. Just kind of change it up because food is, there's much more to just food than eating at restaurants. Definitely. Totally agree with you. And you know, Shoda's been on my list forever. <laughs> so hoping to land that one sometime in the future. And I'm like constantly stalking Eduardo. So, yeah. so one day, one day we'll get these interviews. One day. I think it'd be fun to interview other chefs outside of Seattle too. Just, mm -hmm. just, just to see what kind of cuisine that they have the outside of there. That might be something we might branch out for the next year mm -hmm. as well. For sure. I mean, I think because, you know, Seattle food scene is um, sometimes legs behind. I think talking to chefs outside of Seattle might help with that a little bit about looking towards trends, for example. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, Monica, last question of the evening. Dreams we have for the future. So what kind of things that we have upcoming or you want to, what, what do you envision? 
<laughs> oh, I got dreams. Um, I dream <laughs> of having a personal assistant to schedule for us, but that's probably not going to happen anytime soon. Um, I do a lot of scheduling and it's really hard with everything else. So, um, yeah, that would be my number one. That's not happening. Oh, um, so you know, Seattle Foodie Podcast intern. Yeah, right. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Um, okay. So after, you know, we still don't have a website. Um, I would love a place where people could get uh, to any platform they listen to from and see what we're doing and get basic info about us. Like PR mm-hmm. firms don't know how to engage us unless they've worked with us before. Um, that's something we could have up on the website. I'd also like to have a handful of events throughout the year where we can hang out with our listeners. I mean, I don't know about you, Nelson, but I'm so grateful to have loyal listeners who wait every Monday for the new episode to drop. And I want to find different ways to connect with them. Um, that would require, you know, businesses donating space, sponsors for food, drink and swag and planning activities, which some people have already volunteered to do. And so um, <laughs> I just haven't done anything with that. But those are kind of some of my dreams. What do you dream about? Well, when you asked this question, I, I just... I didn't know what, what to say initially. <laughs> I mean, just to keep going on. I mean, here's the thing is I'm very, I'm so grateful with all the different opportunities that we've gotten just through their podcast, just mm-hmm. people inviting us to try out restaurants at mom and pop restaurants or attending big events like the BC wines or the Chateau St. Michel wine auction. That was, that was crazy. I mean, there, there are things that I never would have imagined when we did this that we'd be going to these events. That's I think in year two, I'd, I'd like to see more of that. And mm-hmm. even things outside of Washington, outside of, the, mm-hmm. of Seattle area, that'd mm-hmm. be kind of fun. Like going up to Whistler or checking out Feast Portland next year. Hint, hint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, <Yeah>. just <laughs> or just even doing, just sending us out to different areas and staying mm-hmm. in, in hotels for the night, um, maybe out to California. I want to, I want to bra- broaden our reach beyond Seattle. Mm-hmm. That would be kind of my dream right now. Yeah. Yeah. Those are big dreams, Nelson. Not bad ones. Oh, just big ones. Yeah. Big ones. Dream big. And, and can someone get me some free Husky or Seattle Seahawk football tickets? I mean, just, just let me know. I'll even settle for Mariners <laughs> tickets at this point. <laughs> at least invite <laughs> you guys, at least invite Nelson to like before the season where you're unveiling the food at the, at the stadium. He'll go. Yeah. For that. yeah. <laughs> just, just at least invite him to that. You guys. That's kind of one thing. <laughs> as a big sports fan, I yeah. always want uh, seeing those stories. Like here's what's new at T-Mobile park, or <laughs> here's what's new at the century link field. I mean, that'd be kind of, I've always seen stories like that. I was like, I want to get invited to that. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, here comes Nelson's FOMO. <laughs> I I do have FOMO when it comes to sports stuff. So if you can combine sports and food, oh, it is like my dream world. That is mm-hmm. the dream world. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, forget relationships. Forget, forget having a girlfriend. It's all about food <laughs> and sports. I don't care. Nelson, <laughs> I've eaten dinner with you more times than I've eaten dinner with my husband in our entire relationship. Uh, <laughs> so does that mean your dream is to spend more family time to have more dinners with your family? Is that, is that what you're saying? <laughs> You know, I'm, I just realized like I'm leaving for Portland on Thursday and I'm not seeing my family like every night this week. So um, I really have to realign my priorities and be sure to stick with them. So maybe that's one of my dreams for the future to to have a backbone and say no. Got your message. I will stop by the house every other day this week. Just to to hang out with your son and your husband. Got it. Got Got the message, Monica. I love the support. (laughs) Thank you, Nelson. Thank you. Appreciate you checking on them. <laughs> All right. I think that's it for our questions. Yeah. 
Monica, it has been fun. I, I have to say it has been fun. Otherwise, I would I would have stopped doing this well before 52 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it hasn't always been easy, but for sure, I agree that that. Yeah. Is this can I cry now? Is this where the crying happens? Oh, yeah, sure. You can cry. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm so, okay. So, so Nelson, <laughs> you've been fantastic. And and again, ups and downs, and it hasn't always been easy, but I love being able to communicate with you. And I think that's the only way to go when there are issues to have that open line and appreciate your work ethic and everything you do for the show and for me, like every single day, you know, inviting me to events that I don't get invited to. <laughs> so thank you so much. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's it, it Monica, I, I, I say the same same sentiments as mm-hmm. as what you said. I mean, as Patrick Swayze and Ghost used to say, ditto. So I think you have been an amazing business partner and podcast co-host that, like I said, I couldn't I couldn't imagine doing it with anyone else for for a whole year. I mean, let alone. <laughs> and so it is it is crazy. I mean, the way we the way we work off each other is absolutely amazing. I mean, the mm-hmm. chemistry is really good. I just can't thank you enough because there's, like I said, there's so many things that we have done that I couldn't imagine us doing on our own. I mean, having our own like Instagram account, there's, there are so many opportunities and I'm just very grateful that we created this and we are able to do things, even though it's really, really extremely busy on my social calendar every week. Sometimes it feels like, Oh man. I mean, these, these last two days, Saturday and Sunday, I literally had to like tune out and just go do just go work out stay at home catch a movie <laughs> and watch football i mean that totally. was i just had to that was my previous life and i haven't had the opportunity to do that as much and but first world problems i mean i'm so grateful attending all these things and just meeting so many people i think that's the best part about the podcast is just meeting all these new people i would have never imagined meeting mm-hmm. from food businesses to all these instagram foodie friends and everyone I, I love it. I mean, I love going out to eat with new friends and just talking and hanging out with people. So it's just a, it's just a great opportunity. And I, I thank you for it. And yeah, I think I'm about to cry. <laughs> oh no. Well, we have one yeah. more, we have one more thing to do though, Nelson. Oh, and what are we going to do? It, we're going to thank our listeners because yes, for real, of course. there are so many of you who just, like I said, wait for our episodes to drop on Monday and so supportive and binge listen to our episodes, follow us on social media with without you guys there is no podcast podcast like for real absolutely if, if nobody was listening we wouldn't be doing it because clearly that would be a waste of time um so you're listening and that's why we're here and we wouldn't be here without you oh i don't know what you're talking about i love listening to my voice every day it's it sounds so soothing <laughs> is i thought your friends said that i have the better radio voice though yeah but other people say that i have the better radio voice too who says that my non- <laughs> Your mom? My non-friends. Your my non-friends. non-friends. <laughs> people that aren't people that aren't my friends. <laughs> yeah, I have a better voice. No, I yes, great point. I mean, our listeners are amazing. It's yeah, like I like you said, like we wouldn't keep doing this without mm-hmm. all of you. So thank you so much for your support. It's it's been a great ride, and I can't wait to see what year two is gonna bring us. It's gonna be crazy. All right, so Nelson and I are gonna end the show. We're going to go to our respective rooms and our respective houses where we're recording from, and we're both going to have a good cry. (laughs) (laughs) No, guys, it's it's been, it's been so much fun. I really appreciate one year of episodes. This is, it's been amazing. It's been absolutely amazing. And um, like I said, can't wait, can't wait. All right, everyone. That's our show for today. Have a great week 
and happy eating seattle thank you so much for listening don't forget to subscribe for future episodes and leave us a five-star rating and review on whichever platform you're listening on in the meantime you can find us on instagram and facebook at seattle foodie podcast and on twitter at seattle food pod you can also email us at seattle foodie podcast at gmail.com thanks again and we hope you enjoy the seattle foodie podcast <laughs>